Hello and happy fall. You're listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real, and I'm your hostess, Lisa. Each week we delve into a different series and see how the Bible written so many years ago still applies today. Thank you for listening. And now on to the show. Hello, hello, and happy Monday, September 7th, 2020. Happy Labor Day. How did you spend your Labor Day? I didn't even realize that I hadn't gone to an annual Labor Day picnic until just now. Go figure. Oh, well, I had a relaxing day. I did sleep in. I set my alarm for 5 o'clock this morning and said, I'm going to get up bright and early. I'm going to do the morning routine because tomorrow's back to school. I got out of bed at 9.30, hanging my head in shame. Shame. But seriously, uh, it was a relaxing day. I slept in, uh, visited my dad, visited with each of a couple of my aunts, went and got groceries for myself and for my father, did a cooking class, and... Got all of my laundry washed, dried, folded, and put away. Washed the sheets, new sheets on the bed. Washed all the comforters. Washed all the tablecloths in the house. All the towels are done. Not a stitch of laundry to do other than the clothes I was wearing before I took my shower and the towels for my shower. Maybe that's TMI, but which is too much information. But it's too late. It's already out there. So I am set to start this first full, well, it's not even a full week of school because we didn't go today. So next week will be the first full week. But we have a four-day week, two just superintendent's conference days with the teachers training and getting ready and learning, and then two days with our kiddos. So um, my Labor Day was relaxing and really void of much excitement. My puppy hasn't really left my side too much, so that's good. This week's theme is lifelong learning, and I don't know, what's better than lifelong learning on the week back to school, right? And so we're going to read from Psalm 32, verse 8, and I'm going to read it to you. If you're at a safe spot where you can close your eyes and listen, you can do that. If you have your Bible, open up to Psalm 32, verse 8, and follow along as I read. If you're driving, exercising, doing the dishes, you know, listen safely. <laughs> Psalm 32.8 from the New International Version. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Psalm 32.8 from the voice. I will teach you and tell you the way to go and how to get there. I will give you a good counsel and I will watch over you. And Psalm 32, 8 from the New Living Translation. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. And this week, as we think about lifelong learning, I am one of those. I am a lifelong learner and I am proud of it. And I don't know. Some people are, some people aren't. I mean, we had a friend that we used to kid about how many degrees he would have before he quit going to school. But some people just crave learning and knowledge. 
And I just had to do a um, spiritual gifts. Well, I didn't have to. I chose to. Um, a spiritual gifts assessment um, as part of a, I'm learning more about the church and deciding if I want to become a member. And so it was a membership class. And part of the class ended with, you know, doing your spiritual gifts assessment and seeing where you landed. And my number one was teaching, which, you know, I'm like, yeah, that makes about sense. I mean, that's what I do for my real job. And, and really the podcast and the blog and even my Epicure cooking class, cooking business as an independent consultant for Epicure, it's all teaching. But then I had a tie for second between administration, exhortation, and hospitality. So basically being organized, being excited, and hospitable. I agree. And my third was knowledge, and then leadership and wisdom. And they were all like my top five. Teaching came out on top, but the other ones were only like a point of peace or in a tying spot. And so lifelong learning is just something that I really believe in. It's something I have a passion for and really like to encourage people to keep on learning. Because when you keep on learning, your brain stays fluid and moving and, you know, you know, just like there's research out there about why you do crossword puzzles or Sudokos or whatever. So why do you or don't you learn something new? Um, I mean, regardless of what your, ed- your career is, usually there's some kind of professional development. Um, you know, my husband's a truck driver. He has to do like recertifications and, you know, take different classes so that he's up to date on new laws, new regulations. If a new truck or new equipment comes, you know, he takes and has to learn that. And that's what makes him stay on his A game and makes him the good employee that he is because he keeps up with his PD. He stays on top of it. Your your teachers and your staff at your schools, they're always doing PD to learn the latest, the greatest, the newest, the ones cycling back around for the 30th time, constantly learning. Your mechanic is constantly learning. Your hairdresser or stylist or barber should be constantly learning. No offense, I don't want my hair done by somebody who hasn't gone to school or taken a class or learned something new in 20 years. I want somebody that's up on, you know, the latest and the greatest. You know, I want the person that's going to rock my hair and make it something spectacular. And, you know, my hairdresser, she is like, and I probably should call him a hairstylist. I don't want to offend anybody. But, like, she's a color magician. The things that she can do with color to people's hair just always impresses me. She just, but that's because she's always on her A game. She's always researching and learning and wants to know what she can do to be better, you know. And that's what lifelong learning is, always trying to do and be better. It's not, you're not doing it to be great or proud or something you're not you know it's a intrinsical it's an inside you it's something you're doing because 
the more you know, the more confident you are, the greater your self-esteem. It's, it's not about being proud or having bragging rights. Oh, I have five degrees. Well, good for you. I know some people that are well-versed and up on their stuff, they have one degree or no degrees. So, you know, it's not about bragging rights. It's about gifting and talents and how you're using them. And when you're a lifelong learner, you're always going to be on your A-game. You're always going to be doing your best and learning the newest and the greatest. I mean, even our pastors and priests, they continue to go and learn. You know, that's why they have to take so many hours of learning, you know, to make sure they know how to reach people. And, you know, whatever career field you're in, being a lifelong learner is part of it. In today's verse from The Voice, Psalm 32, 8 from The Voice, I will teach you and tell you the way to go and how to get there. I will give you good counsel and I will watch over you. Here's the deal. If God's going to teach us, right? Or a professor is going to teach us, a teacher is going to teach us, a mentor, a leader is going to teach us. We need to be teachable. Are you teachable? If you're going to be a lifelong learner, then you need to be teachable. Because you have to have that open mind that you want to know more. It's not just a matter of, oh, I have to sit through this PD because it's required. No, 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 no. You're going into it with a wrong mindset. You want to go into it with a, what can I learn? What can I gain from this PD opportunity? What can I do that's going to or gain or nugget or tidbit? Am I going to take from this that will help me be a better whatever it is you do? And sometimes, you know, it might be, I have already done this. I could teach this class. And there are those times when you sit through these required PDs when you're like, I could teach this. You know what? Then sit there and watch the speaker. What could you learn from the speaker? There are times when I, you know, because I love to go and travel and speak and share my testimony in women's group and churches. But I'm always watching and learning other speakers. How do they stand? How do they move? What words do they use? What is their lighting? What does their, you know, their presentation look like? These are all things that are going to make you better and make you stronger and more um, comfortable in your own skin. And don't we want to be comfortable in our own skin? I know I want to. And so many people aren't. So as a lifelong learner, the more knowledge and power. Knowledge gives you power. Not like a strength power, you know, like, but a self-esteem, a self-worth power. To know that you are more than X, Y, or Z. You are capable of 
A, B, and C. You only knew A, B, and C yesterday, but today you know A, B, C, D, E, F. And every day you're gaining more, and before you know it, you're going to know the whole alphabet because you know it. You know, so this verse, you know, David is talking and saying, you know, I'll teach you, and I'll tell you the way to go and how to get there, and I'll give you good counsel, and I'll watch over you. David was speaking for God, or like a prophetic type of, you know, God's going to teach us. He'll tell us where to go, and he'll tell us how to get there. He'll give us good counsel, and he'll watch over us. But, and I'm adding this but. This but is not here in the scripture. I am adding this but. But we need to be listening. We need to be following we need to know and be able to discern and decipher God's voice from the devil's or from our own selfish desires. And how will you know that? We will only know that if we're reading our Bible. Only if we're reading our Bible are we going to be able to tell who's telling us the way to go, who's telling us how to get there. Who's giving us that good counsel? Who's watching over us? God. But in order to know that it's truly God's voice, you need to be in your Bible. And here's another little tidbit, which I find really cool. When someone else that is a godly Christian Bible-knowing man or woman of God, if they say something and you're not sure, look it up. Look it up in the Bible and confirm it as truth. We all make mistakes. I have a devotional coming out um, scheduled for January, and it's an Easter devotional. And I learned so much from my editor. She pointed out, yeah, you know, the pugs, the punctuation, the usage, the grammar, the sentence structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got all that. Yet what I really found so encouraging and helpful was if there was rules that I consistently broke, which there were, she explained why and gave me a resource to explain, go here and read more. This is why it's done this way. She, you know, she could have easily just made the fix and did the find and replace for the edit as suggestions, but she didn't. She said, here, go visit this. Read this. This is why you do it this way. And she also, where some of my biblical reinforcements for a couple of my devotionals, just a couple, she's like, eh, eh. this verse would be better and this is why. Because that verse is really saying, eh, and you're saying, uh-uh. So, how do you like those noises? And I am so grateful for her. But that's having the mindset of a lifelong learner. There are some people that when they're writing their books and they go to the editor, they don't accept the feedback. They don't like what the editor says. And it's because they're not willing to learn. They're not willing to listen. 
So whatever it is that you're doing in life, you need to be listening and learning from those around you, but most importantly from God. Psalm 32, 8, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. May you be a lifelong learner and be able to decipher God's voice from your own. Have a great Monday. I'll catch you Wednesday as we move forward and day two of being a lifelong learner here on the podcast. Thanks for listening. And that's a wrap, folks. You've been listening to One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. And I'm your hostess, Lisa, and I want to thank you for listening. If you can, be sure to favorite the podcast and share it with your friends and family. And if you leave a review, that's appreciated too. Until next time, keep it real. And thanks for listening.